When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, big news in the battle against coronavirus as another drug company announces an effective vaccine candidate. Some cheap help is being called in to help with the outbreak in El Paso. Officials in New Braunfels have released video of a black man being tased by a police officer over dirty license plates. And more troops could be getting pulled out of the Middle East in the near future. This is Texas News Radio. KTSA AccuWeather. It will be clear tonight with a low of 44. Mostly sunny and nice tomorrow, high 76. A starry sky tomorrow night, low 47. Mostly sunny and comfortable for Wednesday, high 77. Wednesday night, clear skies, low 55. I'm Cheryl Golden with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. This is Texas News Radio. There are now two coronavirus vaccines that are proving to be effective. Moderna said its vaccine is 94.5% effective in preventing COVID-19. Moderna's Dr. Stephen Hogue told ABC News the company would seek FDA authorization in the coming weeks. We hope to be able to deliver up to 20 million doses of the vaccine by the end of this year, this calendar year in December. Uh, and then many tens of millions of doses per month uh, during 2021. The news comes a week after Pfizer announced its vaccine could be up to 90% effective based on a similar early analysis from its phase three trial. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. The El Paso County morgue overwhelmed by staffing shortages and burgeoning COVID-19 deaths has found some part-time help. The job is difficult physically and emotionally, transferring corpses from the overcrowded morgue into refrigerator trailers outside. We're shorthanded. Uh, nurses, doctors are tired. And so El Paso County Executive Richard Samaniego is allowing county jail inmates to volunteer for the assignment. These are trustees, not any type of inmate. Only those with Class C misdemeanor and clean behavior records get the chance to volunteer, making $2 an hour for the job at the morgue. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. New Braunfels officials have released video that shows a black man being tased after being pulled over for dirty license plates. Video of the traffic stop in January shows a New Braunfels police officer pointing a gun at Clarence Crawford as he orders him to put his cell phone down. The video shows Crawford being pulled out of the vehicle and tased. The New Braunfels mayor and city manager say Officer Caleb Meyer's actions were unacceptable and he has since resigned. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. The San Antonio police officer who lost his right leg while helping someone change a tire urging drivers to move over and slow down. Nine years ago, Officer Michael Thornton Stopped to help some people change a tire on Interstate 35 near the Laredo Street exit downtown when he was hit by a drunk driver. I was able to swing myself over and grab onto the concrete railing. Uh, the right front rim of my patrol car ended up taking off my right leg right below the knee. He was dangling from the freeway until the people he had stopped to help came to his rescue. Thornton's reminding drivers Texas law requires people to move over and slow down when an emergency vehicle is on the side of the road 
with warning lights flashing. A woman who police had been searching for since she left the scene of a fatal crash has been identified. Crime Stoppers is reporting that 22-year-old Mariah Jade Flores caused the October 24th crash that claimed the life of 24-year-old Alex Reyna. The report states that Flores left the scene on I-10 in Probant without offering reasonable aid or providing her information. A witness took a photo of Flores with blood on one of her hands and on her legs moments after the crash. We have it posted on the San Antonio news page of KTSA.com. Crime Stoppers is offering a reward of up to $5,000 for information. Information that leads to an arrest. Don Morgan, KTSA News. This is Texas News Radio. From ABC News, Wall Street now. Stocks rallied to start the week on the latest news about a coronavirus vaccine. The Dow soared 470 points. The S&P 500 added 42 for the session. And the Nasdaq closed up 94. The markets jumped after Moderna said its COVID-19 vaccine appears to be about 94.5% effective. That's according to preliminary data. And it comes just a week after Pfizer and BioNTech gave similar encouraging numbers about their own candidate, boosting hopes that the economy can return to normal sometime soon. Jay Clayton, a former Wall Street lawyer who has headed the Securities and Exchange Commission as the financial market's top regulator during the Trump administration, is leaving the position at the end of the year. Clayton's term runs through mid-2021. A new SEC chair is expected to be named by President-elect Biden. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is looking into complaints that Tesla's giant touch screens can fail and cause the cars to lose rear camera display and other functions. Daria Albinger, ABC News. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Quite impressive. That's how the nation's top expert on coronavirus describes Moderna's vaccine being about 95% effective. The news comes after some results from Pfizer last week. Dr. Anthony Fauci told NBC's Today Show that this is a strong step forward. Los Angeles Dodgers legend and Hall of Famer Tommy Lasorda remains hospitalized in Southern California. Tommy Lasorda is in the intensive care unit at a hospital in Orange County. The Dodgers tweeting out that he's been resting comfortably and that his family appreciates everyone's thoughts and prayers. At 93 years old, Lasorda was in the stands in Texas to see the Dodgers win the 2020 World Series. The team is not saying why Lasorda is hospitalized. Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. The House and Senate committees are reportedly full steam ahead on getting an omnibus uh, bill done by the December 11th shutdown deadline. For a top Democratic aide on the House Appropriations Committee, this massive omnibus bill includes 12 spending bills that would fund the government through 2021. Rumors of a possible continuing resolution to punt the spending bill fight to January are, at this point, unfounded, the aide claims. President Trump signed off on a continuing resolution this past September, extending the shutdown deadline to December 11. It remains to be seen how he will handle this spending fight in the lame duck session. Inez Deliquitera, ABC News, Washington. President Donald Trump plans to cut the number of U.S. troops in Afghanistan nearly in half before his term ends in January. There are still 4,500 U.S. troops left in Afghanistan. U.S. military says it will cut that number to 2,500 by mid-January. President-elect Biden has supported keeping a small American force there. President Trump has long called to bring all U.S. troops back from Afghanistan and Iraq. That's ABC's Andy Field in Washington. NASA is uh, helping track Hurricane Iota as the record-breaking storm makes landfall or close to landfall in Nicaragua. It's predicted to make landfall Monday night as a Category 5 storm, then weaken as it crosses Central America this is the busiest hurricane season in more than 150 years. This is Texas News Radio. 
I'm James Fudger, and in the NBA, San Antonio Spurs guard DeMar DeRozan is opting into the final year of his deal worth $27.7 million, exercising his player option. DeRozan averaged 22.1 points, 5.5 rebounds, and over 5.5 assists per game last season with the Spurs. In the NFL, the Dallas Cowboys have activated quarterback Andy Dalton from the reserve COVID-19 list. Dalton practiced in full and is expected to start this week against the Minnesota Vikings. The Houston Texans have activated outside linebacker Jacob Martin from the reserve COVID-19 list. Martin tested positive before a game against Jacksonville two weeks ago and missed Sunday's game against the Cleveland Browns as well. He's tied for fourth on the team with two sacks on the season. In other Texans news, the team released kicker and punt returner DeAndre Carter. The Texans are expected to use Will Fuller and C.J. Procise in those roles for the remainder of the season. In college football news, the Texas A&M Aggies are going to miss the second consecutive week due to COVID-19 as they've postponed the Saturday's game against Ole Miss due to quarantining in the program. Finally, UTSA Roadrunner sophomore safety Rashad Wisdom has been named the Conference USA Defensive Player of the Week after recording nine tackles and two forced fumbles in the Roadrunner's 52-21 win over UTEP on Saturday. I'm James Pledger for 1250 ESPN San Antonio and 94.5 FM. All news. All for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, another very strong potential coronavirus vaccine has been announced. That news comes as El Paso continues to battle a widespread coronavirus outbreak there. The former president has some criticisms for the current president. This could be the best excuse ever to drink beer for breakfast. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. I'm Dennis Foley. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. This is Texas News Radio. Moderna says its coronavirus vaccine is more than 94% effective. Moderna is now the second drug maker after Pfizer to announce apparently successful vaccines. The vaccine that we're talking about and vaccines to come are really the light at the end of the tunnel. But since these vaccines will not be widely available for months, Dr. Anthony Fauci sees no reason to stop preventive measures. We should not let the uh, the uh, accomplishment of an effective vaccine have us feel we can let our guard down. It's unknown how long the immunity provided by the vaccines will last. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. Video released Monday shows a New Braunfels police officer pointing a gun at a black man and tasing him after a traffic stop. Clarence Crawford was pulled over in January for having dirty license plates. Stop! Stop! The New Braunfels mayor and city manager say Officer Caleb Myers' actions were unacceptable. He has resigned. A San Antonio police officer who lost his right leg when he was hit by a drunk driver's warning drivers to move over and slow down. It's the law in Texas. Nine years ago, Officer Michael Thornton stopped to help some people change a tire on I-35 near the Laredo Street exit downtown when he was hit by a drunk driver. I was able to swing myself over and grab onto the concrete railing. Uh, the right front rim of my patrol car ended up 
taking off my right leg right below the knee. He was dangling from the freeway until the people he had stopped to help came to the rescue. Officer Thornton is urging drivers to move over and slow down when an emergency vehicle is on the side of the road with warning lights flashing. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. The coronavirus is resulting in fewer people spending time in downtown San Antonio, but that's not stopping uh, the spread of the holiday cheer. One of the centerpieces of Christmas in San Antonio rolls into the city at 9 o'clock Tuesday morning. The AGB Christmas tree arrives at Travis Park. The nearly 50-foot-tall tree has been making its way here from a spot in northern Michigan, and once it's set in place, the decorating begins. The tree will soon sparkle with more than 10,000 red, white, and blue lights and dozens of handmade ornaments. Due to the coronavirus, the tree lighting ceremony on Friday the 27th will be a virtual event that HEV will stream live on their YouTube channel. They'll flip the switch at 7.20 p.m. We have a link to the live stream on the San Antonio news page of KTSA.com. Don Morgan, KTSA News. This could be the best excuse ever to drink beer for breakfast. Waffle House has teamed up with Oconee Brewing Company on a new beer that smells like bacon. It's a red ale called Bacon and Kegs. Waffle House says it has a malty character enhanced with salty, savory, and smoky bacon extract that pairs well with breakfast food items or works as a standalone. It'll be sold in six packs and served on draft at Oconee Brewing, about 100 miles west of Atlanta beginning in December. Waffle House doesn't serve booze. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. From ABC News Tech Trends, TikTok has dodged another bullet. Earlier this year, President Trump signed an executive order forcing the Chinese social media app TikTok to be sold, citing national security concerns. But the deadline to reach that deal was last Friday. Scott Nover covers social media for Adweek. With the president getting the coronavirus in the election, you know, the government has really maybe not been focused on TikTok and the president's vendettas against social media. The Commerce Department Committee on Foreign Investment in the United States now says the new deadline is November 27th, next Friday. What happens after that, according to Nover, will depend on the incoming administration. I think that the Biden administration will be super tough on Chinese tech companies, just like the Trump administration was. Um, That being said, I don't know that it will extend to consumer applications like TikTok or WeChat, which we've seen the Trump administration target. With Tech Trends, I'm Dave Packer, ABC News. From News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071, this is Texas News Radio. Two pharmaceutical companies are reporting nearly flawless testing results for their coronavirus vaccines. Medical experts say by early next year, healthcare workers and first responders should be receiving the drug. This is Jim Ryan in Texas, where a vaccine comes too late for the nearly 800 people who have died of COVID 19 in El Paso County. Government leaders have been rebuffed by the courts in their attempt to impose a new lockdown. But the county's top health official, Dr. Hector Ocaranza, says the virus can be managed without it. People might feel that it's going to be something more complex, but washing your hands, wearing your face mask and distancing, that's the formula for success. He blames El Paso's soaring numbers on small gatherings where the virus can be spread. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. President Donald Trump could order more troops to leave Afghanistan and Iraq as soon as this week. CNN reports military commanders have been given a warning order on the subject. The order would require 2,500 troops be left in both nations by January 15th. Harsh transition words from the previous president for the current one. I'm Tom Fody. President Trump briefly tweet-hinted acceptance of the possibility that Joe Biden might have won the election, but that did not last. 
Former President Obama talked about it on 60 Minutes. When you look at the numbers objectively, uh, Joe Biden will have won handily to reverse uh, the outcome of the election. So Mr. Obama told Scott Pelley. I'm more troubled by the fact that other Republican officials who clearly know better are going along with this, are humoring him in this fashion. Just before midnight, Mr. Trump tweeted again, claiming he won. Tom Foti, CBS News, Washington. A federal appeals court has revived claims of assault and battery by former Knicks star Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley is involved in something. They need security. After Charles Oakley was tossed from Madison Square Garden in February 2017, he sued the arena and Knicks owner James Dolan for assault and battery. A federal court rejected it, but an appellate court revived the case, saying the former Knicks star has an actionable claim that security guards used excessive force in removing him from his seat. In a statement, Oakley said he was appreciative of the ruling and now has a chance to show the world what I said from day one was true. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. A new study links dehydration to a sour mood. Anyone who has ever skipped a meal knows that can lead to hunger-induced anger. A study finds the same thing happens when failing to sufficiently hydrate, with gender making a significant difference. We didn't see much differences in males. The difference was driven from females. Arizona State University researcher Stavros Kavoris. It could be an extra layer of protective mechanism. They get moodier earlier, more thirsty, or mono responses. Get stimulated earlier and it's stronger. Stephen Kaufman, CBS News, Prescott, Arizona. This is Texas News Radio. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, President-elect Joe Biden is talking economy today as he prepares his team to take over the White House in January. Different responses to the COVID-19 crisis in Texas hotspot cities. I'm ABC's Jim Ryan. The story is coming up. Some San Antonio musicians are using song to convince you to wear your mask. Kellyanne Conway's kid may be on the road to making it big. Hey guys, I'm here at American Idol Confessional. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. This is Texas News Radio. KTSA AccuWeather. A starry sky in store for tonight, low 44. Nice for tomorrow and mostly sunny with a high of 76. It will be clear for tomorrow night, low 47. Pleasant and mostly sunny for Wednesday with a high of 77. I'm Cheryl Golden with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. This is Texas News Radio. President and Vice President-elect Biden and Harris today outlined their economic and pandemic recovery plan. They also discussed the continued refusal of President Donald Trump to help in the transition. Blocking COVID relief aid to state governments will cost thousands of jobs. Hundreds of thousands of police officers, firefighters, first responders, mental health clinics. You're going to see them going out of business. President Trump saying he does not want to give money to Democratic states. President-elect Biden saying all states need that critical COVID aid now. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. An inadvertent election concession from President Trump. President Trump tweeting, quote, he won because the election was rigged, but then quickly backtracked that tweet saying, I concede nothing in caps. President Trump's attorney, Rudy Giuliani, says. What he's saying is more, I guess you'd call it, uh, uh, sarcastic. Meanwhile, on NBC's Meet the Press, President-elect Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, says... I accept it as a further confirmation of the reality that Joe Biden won the election, and not through any of the rest of that tweet, not through fraud or anything else the president is baselessly alleging he won because he got more votes. Maria Garcia, CBS News. Local singers are doing their part to encourage San Antonians to mask up. What will it take? What will it take? 
San Antonio's poet laureate, Andrea Vocab Sanderson, sings What Will It Take? The Hano singer Shelly Lada sings Aslo Por Ti, Do It For You, For Your Family. They're just two of the singers you'll see in the city's What Will It Take ad campaign, urging residents to wear masks and do their part to stop the spread of COVID-19. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. The number of hate crimes in the U.S. continues to increase. The FBI says hate crimes in the U.S. last year rose to the highest level in more than a decade. The number of hate-motivated killings was the highest since the FBI started tracking such data in the early 1990s. Gregory Arias with the Anti-Defamation League. We're just seeing that people are, are more agitated, more emotional, and they are acting out in these violent ways. There were 51 hate crime murders in the U.S. in 2019. That includes 22 people who were killed in a shooting that targeted Mexicans at a Walmart in El Paso, Texas. Jim Crisula, CBS News. The Boy Scouts of America is facing bankruptcy and is now looking at thousands of sexual abuse claims. At least 82,000 claims have been filed ahead of Monday's deadline. LSU is under fire after a report of alleged sexual assault claims being ignored. USA Today reports school officials did not look into accusations against multiple football players. This is Texas News Radio. ABC Entertainment News. Rapper and singer Jeremiah reportedly hospitalized due to COVID-19. Word is that over the weekend he was placed on a ventilator and was in the ICU in Chicago. Everyone from Chance the Rapper to Tony Braxton to 50 Cent calling for prayers. 50 writing on Twitter that Jeremiah was not doing well on Saturday, but by Sunday he was responsive and doing a little better. Adding that this COVID is real. Comedian Sinbad is recovering from a stroke, his family said in a statement Monday morning. They shared that the 64-year-old is beginning his road to recovery, and they are faithful and optimistic that he will bring laughter into our hearts again soon. No other details on his condition. No switching positions for Ariana Grande, her album positions number one for a second week on the Billboard 200 album chart. Why you always in the mood? While 24K Golden's mood remains on top of the Billboard Hot 100 singles chart for a fourth week, and actress Lisa Bonet is 53 Monday. Jason Athelson, ABC News, Hollywood. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. El Paso finds itself at the intersection of politics and the pandemic. Nearly 1% of the residents of El Paso County, Texas, have died of COVID-19 since the start of the outbreak. On October 29th, the Democratic County Executive issued a shutdown order for non-essential businesses. A group of restaurants sued and had the backing of the governor and state attorney general, both Republicans who have resisted calls to close down businesses. A judge has sided with the state, the attorney general calling the county executive a tyrant, the county executive asking the AG to come and visit his overcrowded morgue. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. California's governor says he's sorry for doing what he's told people in his state not to do by attending a birthday party for a friend. It caused an uproar on social media. Governor Gavin Newsom admits he made a mistake. He says he showed up to his friend's birthday party at the famed French Laundry restaurant in Napa. The party was outdoors, but he says it was bigger than he expected. I should have stood up and walked back, got in my car and drove back uh, to my house. Instead, I chose to sit there with my wife. Uh, and a number of other couples that were outside the household. Newsom is apologizing now to the state, saying it won't happen again and that even he has felt COVID fatigue. 
Alex Stone, ABC News, Los Angeles. Brutal scenes coming out of Belarus over the weekend. Police cracking down heavily on protesters demanding the country's Russian-backed president step down after a rigged election. Frightening scenes in Belarus on Sunday. Heavily armed riot police barraged peaceful protesters with stun grenades. Police detained over a thousand people. Authorities are cracking down on the protests against dictator Alexander Lukashenko, trying now to strangle the protest movement that has pushed to remove him for months. The protests are now struggling under relentless pressure from police. Patrick Reval, ABC News, Moscow. A new study suggests fish oil really does not protect against heart problems. Researchers in Los Angeles found that out after tracking over 25,000 adults who took omega-3 fish oil or a placebo over a five-year period. A second study out of Cleveland found similar results. Kellyanne Conway's kid hopes to hit it big. She's shown her singing chops. Now Kellyanne Conway's daughter is hoping to make it big. Hey guys, I'm here at American Idol Confessional. 16-year-old Claudia Conway broke the news on TikTok. I met Ryan Seacrest today and I have my audition soon. So stay tuned for that. Very, very nervous, but very excited. Mwah. Claudia's embarrassed her parents in the past, posting anti-Trump videos, prompting her mother to step away from her job as counselor to the president. Her father, George, is a conservative Trump critic. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio.